Welcome to Word to the Mother, a retrospective on 90s R&B and hip-hop. Here's your host, your girl, Charlie. There seems to be some insecurities about the way I feel and where I want to be. But you know it's with you. Yeah. No one can do me like you do. It's true. Well, I think that starts off the show. Welcome to Words of the Mother. <laughs> uh, a little show about 90s R&B and hip-hop, and I am your host, your girl, Charlie, right here. And um, I'm feeling a little bit rusty because this is my first recording in almost in like three months. And I'm looking at my notes like, how do, what, what do I do again? But it's starting to come back to me. Oh, my host. I'm sorry. My guest is my girl. I think this is your third time on the show. Three, I think so. Three or oh. four. Can't let you get away, girl. You just we we gotta keep bringing you back because we have too much fun. Bring it back, my girl Stephanie, host of Mocha Minutes. What's up, Stephanie? Hey, how's it going? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, we gotta get in our SWV SSWW to the V. What? Gotta got put my nails on. Let me put my personal nails on the real long ones. Oh, mm. yes. Full five inches. Yes. Curled like, over like claws. Child, I'm like, how do you? I'm like, I got way too many questions for these <laughs> nails. I got way too many questions. Well, the crazy part is that's how we wore them back then. Mine were not, were not quite what? as long. Yeah. I probably had one and a half inch nails at my longest because of acrylic i had the acrylic nails yeah. but i knew people i knew people i mean there was always like and you you from baltimore so you know there mm-hmm. was always like that one bus driver who drove the mca bus with like the long 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 nails yeah like, yep. how she do that you're like how mm-hmm. and it's like and then the nails would be curled around the wheel and you just be watching like how do you drive and it look kind of cool with this and it would be dead to hell the designs would be from the roots mm-hmm. to the tutor. Yes. Stones. Every nail would have a stone on it. Mm-hmm. Some kind of like fancy stripe. Yes. This is before junk nails, y'all. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was real. Yeah. This mm-hmm. was real. So, yeah, we saw it all the time. But then I saw it. But Coco was the first singer I saw like that. So. Yeah. It was, yeah. was kind of like what? So I guess there is no no need to introduce the the t- the topic of the episode today. It's SWV. Another great, great girl group from the 90s. I was thinking, I feel like like the 90s probably had the most, aside from maybe the 60s, and I I don't know a whole lot about that, but the 90s had so many great girl groups. Yes, yes. And I feel like SWV was, for me, definitely in the top three of girl groups. Because for me, I felt like for a while, because they only did about three really strong albums before they disbanded. Everything they put out was a hit to me. Like everything they put out, at least the first two albums was 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 good, was good to me. Like I was, yeah, I was sold on it. I was into their videos. I was into their style. Um, love the sound. They were also very big in the new new Jill swing, <laughs> and the street was sweet, you know, and all of that. But um, I would say TLC was my number one. Maybe Escape was two, and then three was SWV, where it's like, as soon as that song come out, I was like, yep, yep, yep. I was in the video like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here, here we go, here we go. <laughs> yeah. SWV was definitely in my top. I was also an In Vogue girl. Yep. Loved In Vogue. Yes, I did. But I also loved TLC. It was kind of like the juxtaposition of all three of those groups. They're so different. They are They are very different, very unique style. But that time, from like 90 to 95, it was, it was a lot of great girl groups and they were just one of them so let's get started 
Let's okay. go. Let's go back. Let's see. Sisters with Voices, most commonly known as SWV, are a vocal trio, which was formed in New York City in 1986. Starting out as a gospel group, which I did not know, it featured members Cheryl Coco Gamble, Tamara Taj Johnson, and Leanne Lily Lyons. Mm. Mm-hmm. After their demo was created, their manager shopped it around to hundreds of record labels with a bottle of Perrier until they were invited to sing live for the executives of RCA. That invite landed them a contract with an eight-album deal. That's kind of a lot. I don't know how people get them deals. Eight albums? Straight. And they didn't even make no eight albums, so that's interesting. Yeah. Let's see. It was October 1992 when their debut album, It's About Time, was released. Their first single, Right Here, reached number 13 on the R&B charts, uh, while their second single, I'm So Into You, went to number two on the Billboard Hot 100. Their third single, Weak, went to number one on the R&B and Hot 100. Their follow-up single right here, Human Nature Remix single, also reached number two in the charts, followed by the release of Downtown and You're Always On My Mind. This album went on to triple platinum, selling three million copies, and I had mine. I remember I had the cassette, and I remember the... <laughs> oh, cassette! Oh, I know. I didn't have a CD player yet then, but the picture of them, I think they're sitting on something, and Coco's legs look like they... From the knee to the ankle was like five feet. She was so daggone tall. And uh, I just remember the days I opened up the little cassette, little booklet. I think they had the words. Did they have the words? I don't know. But I had my cassette. I don't know when I bought it, but I think the first song I heard was I'm So Into You. And I liked it right away because it had that cute little beat. And then very shortly after that, I think was like right here and then week. So I don't mm. know when I got it, but I feel like I had it from the jump. I was like, yes. <laughs> so, girl, let's go back. 1992. It's about Ooh. time. Did you have that album? Let me see. I, at the time, I didn't. I ended up getting it like a few years ago. But um, <laughs> I had. But that's the thing. I had cassette singles. Week I had. Yes. You're always on my mind I had. But I didn't have like the album. Yeah. It's like, oh. Man, week I wore out. <laughs> well, let's get into it. So, week. Okay. <sighs> week is such a great song. Let me see. Did week hit number one? Yes, it did. I remember when week came out, and I was thinking about this the other day. I really thought that it was a cover. And I feel like I had this conversation before, maybe even with you mm. on another girl group episode. But it had this sort of the, the hook. It just sounded like a throwback. It does sound like a throwback. It it's sounded. Like, what song was this originally? <laughs> yeah, it sounded like an old soulful. So I, I assumed that maybe it was a cover, and I just wasn't familiar with it. But it mm-hmm. was not. It was a totally original song, and it was just. It was just. It was one of those songs, kind of like um, Escape had a couple songs like that. It was one of those songs, and when you were in school, all the girls. It was almost like an anthem. Everybody, you had to know it, and you had to sing it. And I remember being in school and just a bunch of us being like in the halls singing that song. And then I came up, I started doing the backup. And it's like, okay, stop with you. We want to sing week. You know what I mean? Like you had to know it. It was like such a really good song. What did you like about it? Um, I loved the harmonies of the group. I, I First time I heard Coco's voice, I fell in love with her voice. Yes. So I loved, because at the time there was a lot of slow jams out. Yeah. And this one for me stood out. It was different. It was like, oh my gosh. But there was also a lot of hip hop around that time too. Yeah. So to have like a slow jam that you can just listen to on the bus, at home, in your room. Still, to this day, it's like I stop when I hear this song. Mm -hmm. I get so weak in the about uh, Coco's voice I was the same so I've always gravitated towards female singers that had like 
really high soprano voices. You know, I mm-hmm. love Dalia and anybody that can sing really high. Now, I didn't really naturally have much of a soprano voice as much as I would try, but I, I would gravitate towards that. Coco probably had the highest. And at times it was a little bit squeaky, a little bit squirrely. But mm-hmm. her voice was so strong. Yep. And you could hear the gospel in it. It was like she could hit crazy notes. Like I was really amazed by her voice. And um, I can see why she sung lead all the time. And I'm going to get into my feelings about that again. <laughs> but I can see why they chose her. But her voice was really, it really like burst through. Like you couldn't like not hear it. And it makes sense why she did so many like... Um, uh, you know, some so many hooks on other people's songs. Like she guessed it on other songs too, because she had a really strong, very distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. And like you, mm-hmm. I loved it too. I think that I've gravitated towards it too, because it's just very girly and feminine, but like real high, just like really, really high. But um, yeah. So then, okay, we had the week. We had "I'm So Into You," which was like really, really cute. Mm-hmm. Really, really loved that that beat. We talked about her nails. <laughs> I wonder when she cut those nails when she had a baby maybe I don't remember but I think so I don't know because I'm like I can't even remember because I'm so used to seeing her nails long that I didn't pay attention excuse me I didn't pay attention when she cut them yeah I didn't either I think by the time she cut them they probably had disbanded because she had them like the whole deck one time mm. but um oh the other thing I noted I don't know if you got a chance to look at any videos but I, I was looking at some videos and um, they just had, like, their style was everything that was hot. They had, like, the big college sweatshirts on it in one video. They had the cool jerseys, like, sport kind of jerseys with, like, the baseball caps and the little, you know, everything they wore was, like, was what was really, really hot during that time. And I think that was yeah. another reason why I loved their videos and um, trying to dress up like them and all of that. So it was just, like, really, really fun. Did you have... Yeah. A favorite member of the group. So, I should say it's Coco. Uh huh. Um, and it probably is, but towards like the end, I won't say the end because they're still going. But towards the end, Taj started getting more um features on songs. Yeah. So I really started to like Taj too. And yeah, and Taj, she would do like a little rap, uh-huh. and she might have a little hook. You know, I, when I was trying to think about it, I didn't really particularly have a favorite member. I love Coco's voice, but <sighs> I know I've said this before and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. But this is another group where, um, you know, like Destiny's Child, like um, what else did I mention? It was another group that I had spoken about in early episodes. I did not like the fact that, because I remember getting their album, listened to every single song, and I did the same thing with the second album. I and mean, I was waiting for a song that Lily did lead or Taj did lead, because I really wanted to hear them. Now, you hear Taj a little bit. She would have like a line here or there, and she would have the rap, but I wanted to hear them just do more. So I was like looking out for that, and that, that actually never happened. Coco sang lead on every single song. So there is one song. And I and this is one of my favorite SWV songs, mm-hmm. only because Coco didn't sing lead. Oh, it's from the new beginning because I had to look it up. I'm like, I know it's one song. I'm like, I couldn't remember <laughs> when it was, but it's from the new beginning album. And I it's did called have new beginning. All, right, and it's all about you. I love that song. Taj oh. sung lead on that song. Coco. I'm like, I don't even think Coco sung any out. I think she just sung background, but I lo- absolutely positively love that song. It's such a bop in and it was a single too. That's the thing. It wasn't just like just on the album and nobody didn't know. They made that a single. Oh, and you know what? I had that album. I really liked it, but I don't remember that one. For that particular album, I found I think three or four singles I liked, and I only listened to those basically after mm. I heard the whole thing. So I, pr- okay. I must have missed that. So that's at least good to know. But like, like I've been saying, but mind you, that's groups. still only one song. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't want to. And what about Lily? But you know, it's like. 
when I see a group like that, I'm always wondering how that works behind the scenes. Are the other girls really cool with really just doing backup? Are they okay with Coco being the forefront all the time? Did they want to do more? Like, I always wonder about that because I just know if I were in the group, I would not be happy just doing backup. Even if we were getting paid the same, like, I just feel like if someone's doing lead, they're going to get all the limelight and it's only going to be a matter of time before they realize they don't need us. We're interchangeable. You know what I mean? It just goes back to the whole Diana Ross and the Supremes thing that I kind of grew up on. But yeah. But, you know, I can see why Coco did lead. Her Her voice was definitely strong. But I always wanted to hear Lily more. I think Lily had, like, one line in week. And I, so. um, and I don't know. I liked her. I wanted, I wanted to hear more from her. So I never had, like, an actual favorite member. But I just wanted to hear the other members a little bit more. So I'm going to have to check out the song you mentioned because I liked New Beginning. And I obviously missed that one. Yeah. So I don't know if you knew. At the time the week video came out, Garfield from Shy was in the video. Do you remember that? No. So he was in the beginning, and the girls were talking about my fight against your fighter and some some little skit that somebody made up. <laughs> Garfield was in it, so they were dating. I don't know if you knew that, but I remember thinking that that was interesting, and they they make an interesting couple. But I don't think they lasted, and I don't know if he's the father of a child. But mm. Garfield used to be kind of cute, so I was like, mm, okay, I see you. <laughs> Alright, let's see. After the release of their debut album, SWV was featured on the Above the Rim soundtrack with the hit song The Remix of Anything. when I had my extremely weird crush on Method Man. Oh, you're not the only one. I didn't have one, but my best friend was in love with Method Man. Did I tell you? No, well, you didn't know that, but so my best friend had a crush on Method Man. All right, this is a quick story. So we were at Rice to Town Road Plaza. I don't know if you're that familiar with the West Side. West Side? So we were hanging out at the Ricestown Road Plaza, also known as just the Plaza for Baltimore folks. Mm-hmm. And I think my friend worked there and I was just hanging out with her. And all of a sudden we heard that Method Man was coming to sign autographs like right now. Really? Yes. I don't know why. What? I don't know how he I don't I mean, when I think about it now. Why the hell would Method Man come to this little this little mall? It's not even like a real mall. It was like one of the smallest little malls in Baltimore. Yes, he was coming. My friend was working. I don't know what she did, but she left her job and we ran over to it was like a Metro 2 type of store and we got in line and then they pulled him out and we got his autograph. And my, what? Friend, my friend, when she got up with him, she like grabbed him and by the neck. I think she like kissed his neck and, ooh, you know, all of that stuff. Oh. Somewhere around here, I still have his I think it said, you know, peace, Mr. Meth. <laughs> What? Oh my God! Yeah, I felt real, real cool. I had missed him, but, it's, <laughs> but how random that he would come there for autographs. It was kind of weird. But um, no, you were not the only one. She loved him, and I saw it. I saw it. I could, I could see the appeal. And I mean, now, <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is, you see the rappers. Then they're like all rough and rugged, but then they clean up. And they look like nice. They look. <laughs> they're nice looking. You know, they're not. It's just I, I don't know. But yeah, this song, anything. I remember when this video came out and they're like basketball court. First of all, the hair, like I'm a hair person. All the hair was done real, real cute. Lily had this cute asymmetrical thing and it was just swinging all shining and glistening. I think Coco how was, Coco's hair was shining and gl- like they just, they had on like leather short sets hmm. and they're on the basketball court playing with like a ball or whatnot. But, oh, it was just, it was just. Compared to like their first videos, it was just like shiny, glossy. You could tell they got their, their budget stepped up a little bit. And um, yes, that is still my song. The Anything Remix is, is so hot. I, I love that so much. I didn't actually mm. see Above the Rim, but that was my song. Do you, uh, 
true true tea neither did i oh okay so i don't feel bad. i'm like all it was just about the soundtrack you know it was around that time when soundtracks were king and mm-hmm. it didn't even matter if you'd never seen the movie it was like but this song is hot though yes that's true there was some hot soundtracks in the 90s and it's like you never seen this movie I'm like no but i know the song mm-hmm. or, or i might have had the soundtrack and listened to the whole soundtrack and see the movie why would i see the movie I, I saw basketball. I don't, I don't do basketball, so. <laughs> uh, let's see. In 1996, they released their second album, New Beginning. This album featured the first single, You're the One. And the next single, Use Your Heart, was produced by newcomers, The Neptunes. I did not even know that, but that makes total sense because I absolutely love that song. And the last single, It's All About You, featured... Yo. Yeah. Taj is the lead. Why is it in my notes? <laughs> oh my god. That's too crazy. It's all about you featuring Taj as the lead. In my notes, but Miss Stephanie just told us to me like I never heard that ever before. <laughs> oh, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Y'all, I got ADHD. You suck. Don't oh don't rely on me to remember things. <laughs> it's so freaking hilarious. That is great. No. You're like, oh, <laughs> this album was certified platinum with one million in sales that is too funny i wrote it down as no aim aim ever shit so this is our new beginning so you probably didn't have that one but i like this album this was really this was a pretty solid album i think it had a little bit more r&b and i think it had more slow songs which ain't a Mm -hmm. huge fan of but I was so into them, I made sure to sit and listen to every single song, and I definitely picked out the ones I liked. Um, do you remember any singles from New Beginning? I, oh gosh, I gotta look that up again. I don't think so. Wait, was Rain on this one? So Rain is from the third one, Release Some Tension. Oh, man. Well, you go ahead and take a peek. I I'm gonna have, have to. to. I gotta talk about Use Your Heart. Oh my god, I love that song. Oh wait, now I remember. <sighs> wait, is that is it the video game song? You're the one yes, for me. Yes, the, yes. And they're on like bike bikes and faking like trying they to steal ride somebody's them. man. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is That's right. Um, what are y'all always trying to steal somebody's man? To do anything, anything to get in your pants. pants. Yep. Yep. I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. what are we doing? Excuse me. Excuse me. Scandal. And you know what? I don't know if you saw, um, I think BET had an episode of Unsung on them, which I only got to see because it's 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 now on YouTube. So I saw it just, oh, okay. just some months ago. And it's actually really good because they do talk about some behind the scenes. So just to go back just really quickly. Um, I think it was in Unsung that I found out that Coco did not did I put that in my notes. I think she didn't want to sing week. Really? Yeah. Um, so I don't think I have it here, but I, if I were, yes, I do have it here. She didn't want to record week. She didn't like it. Huh? Wow. <laughs> How crazy is that? Yeah. So I that found that crazy. out. That is crazy because it ended up being a huge hit. So mm-hmm. you're the one, Lily said something about it. She wasn't really feeling it. She said something like, you know, why are we singing about stealing somebody's man? So it's, it's always interesting to check out these little specials to find out the little behind the scenes and stories behind some of these songs. But mm-hmm. the funny part is, I think when the song came out, I don't think I paid no attention. I just sang along. I wasn't really listening to it. But now. Yeah. Now you're like, wait a minute. Right. Now like, <laughs> it's really? like, wait. And I think it's what happens when like you're a like when you're a kid or like a younger person and you're just like, I just like the song. I just like the beat. And then you become a, a grown woman and go, 
wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. What you trying? Wait a minute, girl. How you just going to steal somebody's man? All these exactly. men out here and you going to try to steal my man? Exactly. Scandalous. Yeah. Mm. I, I think I, I, I did the same thing about creep. I, I didn't care at that time. But right. later, I'm like, like, oh, that's not right. <laughs> you know. Wait a minute. Just break up with him, girl. Be like Kid Fury and Crystal. Break up with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that was the video. You're the one. And the other thing I remember about that, and I don't know if it's a Baltimore club or something else, but that, what's my chance? I feel like yes! I've heard that. That's, that's, re- yeah, that's that sampled. Was Somewhere else. Yes. In your pants. Yes. Oh my, that one little part. I'm like, and it was over the club beat. Oh. And like, it's hot, but it's still like you go, this song is mm, problematic, but whatever. Okay, I'm going to keep dancing and shaking. And you know, that's probably when I actually paid a little bit of attention to it. That, that It's probably, probably talking about a bottom of club song, and maybe I'll have a clip for the people that ain't down would be more club. But yes, I'm like, oh, I, I remember that. So, yes, that was that video. So, Use Your Heart, um, I think it was the second single. And, um, oh, I just love that song. I, I remember the time that came out, I was working at a pizza place, which oh. I'm not going to name. But um, I had met my little ex-boyfriend when this song came out. So, it's like, it, it's kind of a good memory, but it's kind of like, ooh, you know, because I used to sing it to him and all that little 18-year-old BS. But... <laughs> But yeah, at the time that song came out, was we were just meeting, and you know, you got hearts in your eyes and all of that googly stuff. But the song and so it makes sense to me that the neptunes would produce it because I, 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 I like their work so that yes. was really beautiful um this all about you uh i'm gonna have to check it out i'm pretty sure i'll hear and be like oh yeah but i can't i can't pick i can't hear it in my head right now the one that taj did delete that's so crazy mm-hmm. that was in wikipedia and you just knew that it's really not about me it's really all about you okay i'm with you i'm with you it has that old oh, school that was my jam oh my gosh i'm gonna dig out my man here i go again every time i come on the show i'm like i'm gonna dig out my cds but i'm going to dig out my cds because i have this album i also have like their greatest hits album Oh. Like yeah, so I'm like yeah, I have to dig out the CD because I got it. I got like SWV's albums, you know, at Fye maybe like six or seven years ago. Oh, Fye. You. Yes. So I'm like, oh, like oh, it's like four dollars for the CD. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> I don't even know if Fye is still around. So I don't. I don't think it is. Right, because I'm like, hello, iTunes and streaming. I'm like, um. Oh, that reminds me of my Sam Goody days. That used to be my store. Ugh. Oh, mine too. I could just browse Sam Goody. Remember they had a little the section just for singles? Oh, that was yes. my favorite. I love me some Sam Goody. And the CDs was in the little tables, and you could like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would save up my little allowance. So I'd go to Sam Goody, give me a CD. Ugh. Right. Like, where'd you go? Girl, Sam Goody? <laughs> Goody got it. So this was actually before the release of this album. SWV appeared on the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack. I don't know if you recall that. They had a song yes, called I do. All Night Long. And and this is another one. No, now I think everybody saw that movie. And I think everybody, that soundtrack was really big, actually. Mm-hmm. But I do remember that song. I really liked it. This this is the point where everything they put out, I, I really, really liked. So, Still, oh. Hands down, one of the best soundtracks is Waiting to Exhale. Because they had everybody. It was a very like, good soundtrack. Oh. I'm going to make a note right here. Because we might actually end up doing some soundtrack episodes. Yes. Yes, we will. You all night long. Oh, you do remember it. Yes, girl. Yes. 
Baby, you can call on me. It was pretty. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead, baby of face. Because (laughs) he was putting all of those songs down. That's it. Where the Wait and Exhale soundtrack? I just just circled it. I'm going to make a little star. (laughs) That's another soundtrack to hit. Because that was a good one. It has some good stuff on there. Um, so the only other song on the New Beginning um, album I liked was called When This Feeling. And I don't know if you're familiar with that one, but... That one I wasn't familiar with. It had this sort of almost country sound to it, which is really strange. And it was a slow song. Most of the songs I like, it was an album that had a lot of slow songs, and I'm not a huge slow song person, mm-hmm. but um, but uh, I liked a lot of the slow songs. They were they were very well done. I can't remember who produced the majority of this album, but I really did like it. This song had this sort of almost country-sounding twang, but then a hip-hop beat, and I just really like, even now I can listen to it, but um, that was another one that was really, really cool. So then uh, we move on to the third album. This is 1997. They released their third album called Release Some Tension with guest appearances by Missy Elliott, Timbaland, Puff Daddy, Lil' Kim, Lil' C's, and Redman. And it features the tracks Rain that you mentioned before, um, Someone, and Can We. Okay, this will be their last album before they disbanded in 1998, and this one only sold 500,000 copies. Now, every time I, I read Can We, I'm like, what? I call it Can We Get Freaky Tonight. Like to me, that's what it is. Yeah. So when I see Can We, I get confused. But no, it's Can We Get Freaky Tonight. Get yeah. Man. Hello, Missy. Oh, yes. Yes. Come through, Missy. Come through. Because Missy, everything she touched to me was perfect, was platinum and wonderful. But um, yeah, okay. So I remember Rain. And this was one of these um, ballads that. Eh, I couldn't. I wasn't right, really into it. Was not really a fan of. Rain down mm-hmm. on me. Let your love to shower me. Does rain on me? Yes. Oh, Coco in her voice. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Jeez. Oh look, I'm I'm swallowing all in the mic. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of Rain, but <laughs> now that you sing it, but I still knew it. And mm-hmm. I still, let me see, did I buy this album? I did not get this album. You didn't? No, because okay. I think it started out with Rain, so I was like, mm, okay. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, 97, I was probably on some other stuff. But I did like, can we get kinky tonight or freaky tonight? I got so many things on my mind. Nine. Never seen a gas or fly. I like the way you do me, do me. Yes. Do me. Yes. Hey. That's it. I'm going to be jamming tonight. Truthfully, I think I probably thought this was like a Missy song and they were just singing on it. <laughs> mm. But yeah, that's what I, I think about when I when I when I think about this song. That's why I'm like, can we? I'm not like really picturing it. But but yeah, so this album did not perform as well. Um, I don't mm-hmm. really recall all of the what specific issues they were having behind the scenes. But we do now know that. Um, Coco went on to record a solo album shortly after this. And I think that Mm -hmm. part of the drama was that, you know, she was sort of leaving the group to do this. Mm -hmm. And if I'm trying to remember correctly, because it's been a while, but, you know, they weren't really happy about it. Um, You know, she was probably encouraged to go solo like they tend to do Mm -hmm. when you have someone with a strong lead and you got other people just kind of singing some. And I mean, truthfully, I love SWV's songs, but I feel like even with the vocals, you barely hear them. Like, I never really felt like I could really hear Lili sing. I, you know, I felt like yeah, she could yeah. be lip syncing anything. I didn't really feel like I could ever really hear her. Same with Taj. But even right. in the unsung um, episode, Coco mentioned how she would be in the studio by herself singing all the leads, and then she would get ready to leave, and then they'd be like, well, wait a minute, hold up come back in the studio and do the backup and i do yeah. rec- i do recall 
listening to songs and the backup part, I feel like I heard Coco's voice again. So when mm-hmm. I saw that, that confirmed what I always thought is that, excuse me, the lead person, I mean, you don't even always need backup vocalists because a lot of solo singers will back up their own tracks. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. remember hearing songs and I'm like, it sound like Coco's in a backup too. So what are those other girls doing? Like, And her voice drowns out everybody. So if, she, yeah. if they're laying her in the backup, what are Taj and Lily doing? You know? So, um, so, yeah, so part of the drama was that she's singing lead, she's singing backup, she's doing extra work, she wanted extra money, and, um, you know, she's doing all this extra thing. I think her mother did encourage her to try to go for either extra money or extra something because she was doing more work, and, and, and it does have me thinking, well, I mean, if she is doing that much singing and the other girls are not even studio, I mean, you know, like it leaves all these sort of problems in a what's supposed to be a group, you know, it's supposed to be equal footing. So that yeah. led to a lot of drama, which probably led to them breaking up and Coco just going solo. I mean, shoot, if she's going to sing everything anyway, why not? <laughs> but funny enough, I do remember when her so- her solo song Sunshine came out. I was not feeling that either. I was, and I, I wasn't either. And I think, I think at this point, so this was probably. This was probably 98 or maybe even 99. It was, okay, I have uh, 99 when her solo album, yeah. Hot, Hot Coco, came out. I think that, you know, I loved SWV together, even though, despite the issues they had, that by the time she came out, I was kind of over it. I was a little salty that she was solo and where's the other girls? Like, even, mm-hmm. though, she, even though we heard mainly her voice, I was still kind of like, mm, really? And then the song just didn't do it for me. Sunshine. <laughs> Sunshine. I'm like, I don't remember any of the verses. All I remember is the hook. Right. Bright in my day. I'm like, but that's it. It's like, I don't remember what the song was actually about, except I think our son was in the video. Yes, I'm he like, was. So I can't remember if the song was about her son or not, but I know I remember him. One, the, the video was beautiful, and then son was in the video <laughs> and the hook, which was catchy. So that's it. Yeah, I think it was about her son, and I remember him popping up. Be <laughs> totally unimpressed with the whole production. <laughs> I remember like I don't care about this. <laughs> You're like I, I don't. He's cute, but I don't care. And you know what's funny? I have a son now. If that came out now, I'd probably be like, oh, look at the little boy. Back then, I cared enough about like, the damn videos. Like, What's your kid in this. it? <laughs> No, I at the time care. this came out, I was college age. I ain't care nobody, nobody kids. <laughs> I ain't care be dedicated, no song, and no baby. Especially after the group then broke up. I'm like, no, right. just, just, right. just don't. <laughs> I probably hated on it. Uh, yeah, so she did put out this song, and according to Wikipedia, let's see. Um, so she re- she recorded Hot Cocoa. This was '99, but the album did not perform well. I wonder why not. Um, and she was scheduled to work on a second solo album, which is surprising to me. But RCA apparently closed their black music division and the project was Uh-oh. shelved. So I just found that out. And I was like, how sucky is that? That, you know, you're in a hit group. You break up. You you work on a solo album, which, you know, you put all this work into. You put it out and it just don't it just doesn't chart. And it's like, oh, done. It's a done deal. Close close up shop. You know, I don't. I don't know how people move on after that. Clearly they do, but I don't know how you go from like a hit record to now you got to, what, get a regular job? I don't know. But I, I do remember after that, that was it. It was no, no more SWV. We did not hear from them for, what, more than 10 years. And yeah. um, I don't have the exact year when they announced that they were reuniting, but I was actually really, really happy about it. I think I saw it on Facebook first. Um, they ended up recording two new albums. One was in 2012. I think it was called I Missed Us. And then the other one was mm-hmm. in 2016. That one was called Still. And mm-hmm. I, I remember listening to both of them all the way through. Um, none of the, I can't say any of the music really resonated with me. Like I don't really remember much of it. But I will say this. I was still happy that they got back together. I was happy to see them. It's always good to see any of my acts from the 90s get together. In fact, I, I encourage all of the acts from the 90s <laughs> to just get back together. Just put, crank out this music. 
do it you know what do a track do one single you didn't have to do a whole album just i would just like to see people get back just together one. yeah yeah you know they don't you have to do like a whole tour and all of that but you know seeing escape it get back together was, was really wonderful i don't know if they're gonna do new music but whatever it's just seeing them come together just even get back on the same room on the yeah. same stage to even perform one time is just wonderful so i i love i would love everybody to do that um, yeah but uh, I don't know. Did you get the chance to hear any of their newest stuff? I have not. Okay. I think I haven't heard any of. I think I maybe have heard like a piece of one of the songs. And I don't even know what the song was. But I got goosebumps. This is like shout out to the BET Awards since it just um, came out. Mm-hmm. But a few years ago, Alicia Keys had brought out all these different girl groups to perform with her. And SWV was one of the groups. And of course, they performed week. And I was like, oh. <gasps> What? <laughs> oh my god! I think I heard about it after the fact because I don't always get. I I don't really watch BET, so I, I probably heard right. about it well this after is, the fact. This is, this is back on my oh I'm gonna watch it live days. Now I'm like yeah I'm gonna check y'all later. But then yeah. I was like oh I get so and it was the, and they sounded amazing. And then and the. What I loved about it is you could hear all three of them. Really? I was just about it to say. It wasn't just Coco. You could hear the harmony. I'm like, oh, there it is. I was just about to say all of them or just Coco. <laughs> right. It was all three of them and they was walking down those steps. I'm like, okay, girls. Wow. They didn't miss a beat. I'm like, okay. I've probably seen clips from it. If, if, if Escape was there or something like that, I've probably seen some other clips and I should go back and revisit but yeah, it's just good to see them keep come back. I, I really, they wouldn't even have to do no new music. Just come out and sing the same old stuff. So that, <laughs> so that brings me to um, the Spirit Fest. So Spirit Fest came last summer, last okay. August, here at um, our Meriwether Post Pavilion. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned it before because uh, Belle Biv DeVoe opened. They were the headliner last year. So I mentioned that in the BBD episode. So it was... In Vogue, SWV, Jasmine Sullivan, and then Belle Biv DeVoe. So I was so excited. And this is around the time I had the idea of the podcast, but it was still, you know, in its, you know, embryo stage. <laughs> it was not even. Oh, embryo stage. <laughs> I don't think I had a title. Like, I didn't have, I had a mic. I had no software. I was still in the research and development. But um, so I was really excited to see them. And uh, what really surprised me, first of all, Everybody in the show sounded amazing. SWV, In Vogue, and I think In Vogue was only the trio, but oh, Jasmine, everybody sounded amazing. Nobody missed a beat. Belvedere, everybody. So we got time for SWV, and I think they were right before BBD. I was so excited to see them. I'd never seen them before. The the cool part about it, first of all, they look great. Second of all, they sounded great. Coco sounds amazing. You could hear all three of them. But what I really liked about it is that Lily, who, you know, you didn't hear that much from, she took the mic and she was, like, telling jokes, warming people up. She was kind of like the MC for them. And, you know, I never saw her do that before. I'd never seen them at concert before, so I don't know if she did it before. But it was like you really got to see Lily and her personality. And Really? Okay. Yeah, so I was delighted because I always just wanted to hear more about Lily. I just, I, was, I always liked her. And I think that um, after seeing the Unsung episode, I also learned that I think she was the one that started the group. She was the one that founded it, which I did not mm. know. Yes. Okay. I think it was her yeah. original idea. And then she pulled the other uh, members together, if I'm remembering correctly. But she definitely seemed like the backbone of the group in the beginning. Mm. So after that, I felt like, you know, I just had my eye on her a little bit more. So it was so great to go to the show. And she was like cracking jokes and just being like being honest because she I think she kind of came off to me as like the shy one because you didn't see that much of her originally. But not at the show. She was out there more than the other girls. And she was, like, talking to the audience and really engaging. And she was, like, really, really good. I was I was really impressed with her. That's really cool because, you know, back back then, it seemed like Lily was the quiet one. Right. And then you watch the unsung and you're like, wait a minute. Why? You, she is so funny. Yes. 
And she then does. like now, right? And now you see like you know clips of them together in the group, and the most vocal one now is Lily, yes, and not Coco. Right? It's so weird to watch that. I'm like, huh? Yeah. So I, I think right now, if anything, she's the one I like the most because I know I just saw more of her personality and knowing that she kind of it was her idea and all this. I I just I really liked it. So that was really cool. So. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with the albums. They did sound bad. I didn't purchase anything. I, I did give them a listen on Spotify when I could. But I did at least see them in concert. I really, really enjoyed it. It was a really good show. So I was really happy with that. That was, mm. it was, it was excellent. So I don't know what's in store for SWV these days. I don't know if they're still recording or anything like that. Um, clearly, they're all married. They got their babies. I think they're still together. But I don't know, you know. I don't really know what's going to happen with them, you know? Yeah. But thinking about like their legacy and I'm not even sure that because again, there were so many other girl groups in the nineties, but it's like they were probably right behind TLC and escape. As far as new Jill swing, they had that street sound, Coco's voice, the fashions, the videos like they were just unstoppable for a while and I wanted to dress like them like I tried to emulate their clothes and all of that and you know I had my long nails and I tried to sing like Hogo (laughs) (laughs) but they are definitely like one of my favorite girl groups probably not just from the 90s probably in general you know Mm. what do you think um, yeah, they're definitely in my top three. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because I like, I think what makes me love In Vogue so much is because you saw all of them yep. singing. And so that's why for me, um, it, and I wouldn't count Destiny's Child in the 90s, even though their first single was 97. So, I mean, I don't know. But they're very late me, 90s. They're very late 90s. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I feel like they're more of a 2000s group, even though they started really late. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, SWV has a legacy. I mean, it's just their songs are so timeless. I'm like, I could put week on right now and mm-hmm. know every single word, every single riff. It's like I, I know these songs. And to think about who they inspired, because I mean, you think about all the groups that are probably out now, some you've probably heard of and not heard of. It's like they're inspired by SWV. I was. I'm like, Psh. that was the uh What's it called? The talent show song. I'm like, if you didn't sing no SWV <laughs> song and you couldn't hit those notes, your your voice is trash. Okay. <laughs> you so better true. hit week and you better hit all those notes. And if you can't, mm, get off the stage. Oh, I gotta add this really quickly. So, um, you know, I I do karaoke sometimes, and I haven't done it in a while, but um, I go and I visit and I watch the league. It's B-Born karaoke, and so I think of it was some months ago. Me and my friend were down there, and I was just watching. And, you know, with karaoke, when someone goes up to the stage to perform, they have a big screen on the wall that tells you the song and the person who's going to sing it. So this this white girl goes up to the stage, and the song said, Weak. And I was like, huh, I wonder what, what song she's going to sing. You know, I'm not thinking. Cause, <laughs> because besides me and my friend and a couple of people, this isn't, there's not a whole lot of 90s R&B representation there. It's rap sometimes. But, you know, you know, I don't know how SWV translated outside of the black community. I really don't know. I assume it's just us. So anyway, I'm like, huh, I wonder what she going to sing. Girl. She got on that stage and started, I don't know what it is that it, you could have knocked me over what? with a feather. What? Me and my friend look at each other like, what? Oh. I did not know. And I mean, maybe that makes me sound mm. silly, but I think at some point I got a little old and I realized just because something was really big in the, in the R&B, the black community doesn't mean it transferred elsewhere. And I don't know who else listens to some of these things, but I am learning. She did. She knew the whole damn song. She rocked the whole song. But yeah, like you said, it was one, when I heard it, every single word for word, word for word. Cause that, that was like the, that's like the anthem. It was almost like the pledge of allegiance. When I was in high school, you had to know it. 
I didn't know she knew it, so she blew me away, and I had to give her her props when she was done. I was like, oh, my God, you rocked that, because I just didn't expect it. But it's like you don't know who else is really feeling it like we are feeling it. But, um, yeah, she did, she did the whole song. She did really, really good. So it was just really funny. But, yes. Wow. Yeah. It, I remember, Escapes Understanding was like a big one, everybody's song. And then Weak. Oh, my gosh. But I think everybody was just like, oh. Can't explain why your love it makes me weak. Just so good. Oh man. Well, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Do you have any final thoughts so. on SWV? Um. Hmm. I think we did cover everything, but yeah, I need you to listen to "It's All About You" because that is my jam. It'll make you like get into your '60s girl group vibe. You'll be just wanting to just throw your hands up in unison with your girls. I'm sorry. I am an advocate for that song, and I'm not saying it because Coco didn't sing lead. I'm just saying it's a good song, and it it just proved that, you know, the other members of the group could sing. Yes. And I think a lot of the 90s groups, a lot of them had just, like, lead singers, and it was always a group, and they're always really cute. But when I see other members that is kind of, like, off the quote-unquote beaten path, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's why I love that song so much because I'm like it's not Coco singing Lee and you know what now that you sung it I do remember it I just didn't realize yes I just didn't realize that that was a Taj lead I just I completely must have just blocked it out because it wasn't one that I played that much but I do remember Mm -hmm. it I'm gonna go back and re-listen to it But, (laughs) but yeah I agree with what you're saying when another person sings um, when someone that does the same lead as much comes up, steps up, and then does it, it, it almost gives the group a whole different sound. But I think that that's interesting. I think that keeps it unique. It keeps it different. It keeps you, um, you know, on your toes and just it, it, exper- it experiments with the sound a little bit. So they, they could have done more of that. But you know what? Maybe they do now. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not that familiar with the new albums, but that, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. SWV. Love them. Um, glad they're still together. Yeah. So SWV, I guess we have summed that up wonderfully. Good job, ladies. Yay! Glad to see them back. They're looking good. The hair is looking good. Yes, fly. they look amazing. They look really good. They all yeah. they got it going on. Well, I guess that is a wrap. Thank you so much. Till next time. We out. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>